Hi, love. How's it going? I'm doing pretty great. How about you? I'm great, man. I'm great. Uh, how's everything in Delhi? Well, everything was stagnant because of the COVID situation, but I think uh, like we're recovering well and people are getting vaccinated and football is resuming. So that is the good thing. Yes. How much football did you play last year and this year? Um, well, I played a lot of football, but it was more of my like personal training in the gym, working for football, but then not a lot of matches, of course obviously because of the covid situation but then i got a lot of time to train on myself and work on those aspects which i wasn't good at so played a lot of football actually yes been training a lot how do you work on things without other people around you how do you do that in football well i think first of all you have to have this in your mind that you got to work hard i mean work smart of course not hard but then again like you have to understand okay the, these are the particular things i'm weak at and i need to train that in my extra training or where whenever i get that time so i think i make notes of it and i keep that like in a diary and i just tend to analyze myself what i'm weak at and then probably train that uh, in my next session or work that extra 30 minutes so this is how i plan my regime did uh, you have uh, the coach uh, you mentioned was that uh... you know personally hired by you or uh, is it some you know someone from the club that you you know some uh, you represent maybe so so it actually actually depends because when i came to to delhi i had this contact with this uh, spanish club so then they had their personal coaches who used to continuously analyze me and you know keep a check on me they used to give their their uh, protocols and their training regimes everything but then again once my contract was uh, uh, done and dusted i i started working on my own because you know like i ha- i i particularly feel that i have that experience now where i know what what aspects to work on mm-hmm. what nutrition to eat how to train so uh, i mean like uh, since i think the last 6 7 months i've been training uh, making my own plans and uh, training according to that yes tough to uh, stay motivated no when um, when there aren't a group of people you can work with or there's no coach you know pushing you how do you go about it i mean the diary just just it's just a diary that helps i mean yes that that is a point which you've thrown light on and it is a point that you absolutely right like it is very very tough to motivate yourself but then again like if your your aim is there you have to reach to a certain level you have to have this kind of attitude that no matter what like what situation you you are in you have to train and you have to work hard to reach that level and i i know that i'm not there which I, what what i've thought uh, to achieve and i just know that i need to work really really hard to get there and there i then when you have this kind of attitude i don't think then there are any excuses even if you get injured or you have a niggle here and there you will work on other aspects of football so i think this attitude is very very important in any sports person did you learn that in spain or was it there before uh this was uh, after i came uh, from france i had i suffered a major back injury and i got connected to buddhism which actually uh, made me you know like uh, see the 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 psychological and the the mental side of it and i knew that football okay it is physical but i personally feel that it is a lot a lot more mental and mind related as well and this practice has helped me for better 
and I, I particularly feel that uh, mental side of football is very important for any sports person. Mm. Buddhism, that's like, uh, do you do a lot of meditation, meditation and visualization yeah. or? Exactly. Uh, I mean, it's no manifestation or meditation as in you close your eyes, but it's more about basically understanding the, the, uh, the, the cause and effect uh, karmic, uh, karmic situation which you have in this world. So once you get to know that, you try to refine your karmas and basically you, you see the, be the better in your environment and your environment also changes. I mean, this is just uh, that aspect, what they look for and what I follow. And it's working for me. It's working in doing great wonders, I believe. Interesting. Interesting. How do you get started? And like uh, football, Delhi, I, is it big in football? Um, football is coming up. And I mean, you have a lot of talent in Delhi because you watch people in Delhi watch a lot of games, a lot of Premier League games, La Liga games. But then I feel that when I was young, there was not a lot, a lot of football. And I was actually lucky. I was in a boarding school in Missouri where the football uh, was actually, you know, more than Delhi, I could say at that time, because boarding schools always have this kind of, you know, rivalry and somewhere yeah. football and other sports are going on. So at that time, a professional club from France came and they scouted me, FC Mets. The, the 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 name of the club they're now in the uh, league one league of uh, france so yeah i was very very lucky there but football was not great at that particular point in delhi yep when was that when were you scouted this was when i was 14 half uh, i think in 2014 beginning i left in between of class 10 i did not do my boards obviously this was one thing i suffered yeah, in the future, I had a lot of repercussions. But then again, I, I am, I was always, you know, I knew that football is the thing for me. Your family was on board with you for skipping the boards and uh, going to heading off to France? Earlier, they were not. But then they, they just knew that this guy, okay, he actually wants it. And uh, they just thought that, okay, who are we to, uh, you know, like stop. And they could actually, I could, I could see that they could sense my talent and how much I want it. And this was one thing which actually motiv motivated me and both, both my parents as well. And they, they have always been supportive. So, yes. Mm, interesting, interesting. So, usually parents don't do that. So, but yeah. having said that, you Very had the cool. talent to back it up, right? I mean, uh, a French club coming in, scouting you, and there's tons of footballers in India. So, um, obviously, it is good that you were backed. I mean, I mean, it's not uh, completely uh, true to say that once a person is talented, then you should scout him abroad. I think it's more like if you see that person has the bigger and, you know, like he has something which like he actually wants it. I think everybody should back th that particular person. And I'm sure that there's a lot of a lot of talent all over India. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just a, a question of recognizing it. And how, how will you recognize it? By, by, you know, like taking these chances. I think sending young children to Europe and giving, giving it all in, like just sending them, okay, just show what, what you can do. So this is the thing I feel. How was your experience in France? That was your first, uh, first experience abroad, right? Training abroad. Yeah, like that was actually the first day, apart from my boarding school journey, I... I was living uh, without my parents. Uh, obviously, I have traveled a lot with my parents abroad as well. 
but then this was the first time in a different land i was without my parents i was just 14 half at that time and it was a great experience i was under the exposure of great coaches and i was training with almost professionals now they they these professionals they're like proper professionals now like at that time they were just 16 and 17 but then they were playing for their national teams like morocco national team france national team obviously mets has a great great academy so that exposure uh, made me improve a lot and at the same time you know it challenged my level as well and challenged my skills so that is the thing how how you can improve i believe how long were you there I was there for two season half, so almost two and a half seasons. Uh, and the only reason why I chose to move from there was because I was doing correspondence program in England because French was too tough for me. I was going to uh, the the school and following the French baccalaureate. But then again, I feel that uh, you know, like English was much easier for me, like studying in English, obviously physics and chemistry, all that. Yeah. So then, then I gave trials in England, and you know, like I moved there. I was playing pretty well, and at that time, that was the uh, the first year. Basically, I can say I was moving from you know I was almost in the under nineteen level, and just switching switching to the reserve. So mm. that that was a good a good feeling I, I I got at that time to just move to England. How cutthroat is it in France and in England? um i mean uh, it's not easy definitely not easy uh, with uh, especially in france i mean you can find the people really hard there sometimes because obviously they don't speak your language and i mean the level i was training under was i think very high level and when they see someone who is not as good as you definitely you have you have problems right and uh, in england it was a lot uh, because i was just entering that senior senior division of football a lot more physical so i think uh, if i look broadly there there are both positives and negatives to take from but uh, yes been difficult overall mm. yes what's the uh, difference between the under you played under 14 you trained under 14 and under 16 17 under 19s abroad and i'm sure you did you probably did come back once in a while to india as well right correct 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 yeah. so uh, i started with the under 15s when i was 14 and a half with fc mets then i went uh, to the under 16s of course then under 17s with mets only obviously at that time i couldn't play official matches because this uh, you have for an asian to play official matches you have to be 18 in europe but i was playing a lot of friendly matches but then i switched to uh, this english club hmm. which was lower in the tier so i could play professional games as well i mean they were not professionals they were semi pro i guess i was playing in the fifth division but which is actually a decent level to play in and i was training with this club called petersburg united they're in league 1 so i was training with them which is a very very high level but playing matches which is very important for any footballer but then i came back to india as well rightly said i came back to india i played under 9 under 18 i league for for bbfs that is uh, the the junior squad of garhwal uh, in delhi so uh, i mean all this exposure has uh, has led to where i am now i believe what is the difference in the level between the under 14s under 16 under 17ish 
players abroad and in india so when you came back did you notice there's like a huge difference or is it that after the under 18 stage uh, the players abroad de- develop much more as compared to uh, india as uh, compared to an, in india i definitely saw a lot of talent when i came back to india but i rightly uh, believe that there was a lot of difference between uh, the the french players and the english players compared to the indian players but it is not just uh, at that time i believe the under 18s and the under 17s just this concept just came in india at that time okay it was like 3 4 years uh, 3 4 years uh, if you if you go uh, more more behind 4 5 years late, later on i came to india but then it was comparatively young this concept you know so and at that time uh, there were not like obviously there was a lot of talent but the coaching and and everything was not com- uh, compared to the french style or compared to the english style was not equal if i mm-hmm. if i may say that uh, because they they have been having these academies i don't know since like the 80s or the 70s and we have just uh, in the 2000s uh, started this concept so i think there there was a huge difference where it was great for me because i could demonstrate my skill and it was a lot easier mm-hmm. and yes i could improve in india uh, as well because i i started playing official games which is very very important so is the solution just bringing foreign coaches to india and then we can produce the equal amount of talent to compete at the world stage or um i i honestly don't uh, think that this is the only way we can do it i mean this can be one one of the ways but uh, again you have other sides of the story as well like obviously because you why are you bringing these coaches because they're experienced they have trained these players who are playing in the highest division and i feel that it is very very important to instill this attitude in a person in in a sports person that for these 90 minutes you have to stay concentrated you don't have to switch off and i think this is the main problem in uh, indian football right now that people switch off very easy and uh, i mean it is not a question of foreign coaches or the coaching they have been having obviously this can add up to your skills mm-hmm. but then you playing the same game of 90 minutes and i don't think in india the level will be uh, like a game of psg and mets together playing against each other i think you having an opponent opponent which is almost equal to you so i believe that it is a matter of switching off and you know like i mean uh, this kind of training is like the cognitive science science training and a lot of mind work is related is 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 required i'm sorry uh, to to actually have that european style of play if we're looking for that you know mm, interesting interesting so a lot of uh, you need a lot of support from sports psychologists as well that india Correct. doesn't really uh, the players don't really focus on just i just feel that uh, the only the top athletes opt for these services right? i don't think anybody who's you know who's just right. starting out or who is in the middle uh, ranks of sport uh, opt for these uh, services no yes sir. i mean you're absolutely right and if you go to spain you'll see that they're having these kind of coaches even in the sixth division you know like so it's sold down the tier that you have all these kinds of you know facilities if i may say and it is not just i believe physical work for them but a lot of 
mental side of it as well like off the field work and what do you have to do to train your mental side which mm-hmm. i think we are lacking at the moment who sponsors uh, that stuff uh, those facilities uh, at the 60 when where uh, they don't they probably they definitely don't have the same amount of uh, money or funding as compared to the first and second league uh, division right so who, correct, correct. i mean do they take do the players take um, initiative themselves and invest in uh, that or do they still have the backing they have the backing not in every club but they have the backing and i'll tell you how so uh, you know this how how passionate i'll take the example of the spanish community footballing community how passionate they are in every village in every city in spain mm-hmm. for football and i think this is the thing which is there like because they're so passionate even the restaurants in uh, the villages every village has a team maybe there'll be in the fifth division 6 7 8 that that uh, obviously according to the level but they have restaurants who actually sponsor they have shops who actually sponsor because they want their club their pueblo their village club to do a lot better and this is how they get the funding and if not they have a lot of shareholders as well a lot of share bearings and you know like even parents sometimes mm-hmm. they they just give a lot of money because they want their particular village or the club their their son or uh, daughter is playing for to do a lot better you know Mm that's that's incredible I I don't I don't see that in India I I don't see that in India I mean it is very difficult at the moment but given that we we are a huge number of population as well mm. it is very difficult but uh, again I feel that it is just a ma- matter of time because I think that passion is coming up now I think it's just in metropolitan cities but that passion is coming up you are getting sponsors for for you know local leagues as well so mm-hmm. it's just a matter of time that you you will have uh, these lower lower division clubs in india also getting a lot of sponsors and then these facilities will automatically come mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fair enough fair enough so what was the tag you were the first indian to get uh, uh to play the tercera the, division tercera uh, yes okay that, that is third division good. yeah Yes, in Spain. Uh, in Spain, correct. So I was the first Indian. Obviously, I went for few more trials for uh, lower divisions as well. But this was one of the clubs I got selected. I won't deny that I played quite well during those days. Uh, in the trial, of course, it's not that I don't play well right now. But I I demonstrated my myself pretty well to the coach, and probably the coach wanted that kind of player. so uh, yes i was lucky and at the same time i worked hard for it mm how was the experience in uh, the third how high is the level uh, in the third division as compared to can you make comparisons where you know i league teams and uh, which level do they stand as compared to the divisions in spain i i mean i can but i don't think it'll be fair fair uh, fair to both these uh, sides like the spanish mm-hmm. side and the i league clubs but i feel that it is a very very high level um i have not played i league so i am nowhere i am no person to judge right now but i feel that tercera which i have played is a very very high level and it's one of the biggest professional leagues in uh, in in the country and um, it i mean it's a professional league so you have to have professionals playing there 
So, and I'm sure you know about how, how the level is in Spain. I mean, all the way down to the ninth division, you have players playing and the ninth division is also competitive. So you can mm. imagine. Mm. So how is the, how do you, uh, how do you adapt to the, there? Because I know in Spain, uh, people speak in Spanish. So did you learn the language or how were the coaches able to communicate with you? I mean, it's a very, very interesting question you've asked here. But at that time, I, I knew French pretty well, you know. So because of my French, Spanish wasn't that difficult for me. I could understand. Obviously, I couldn't speak. But at that time, uh, I could understand a bit of Spanish. And at that time, I was in Catalonia. So they used to speak in Catalan. Catalan. So, uh, yes, Catalan. And uh, I mean, it's fair to say that Catalan and French are a bit similar. I mean, the, the way they pronounce things might be different, but uh, I think the, the, the whole thing is quite similar if you compare the both languages. So uh, language was not, uh, you know, a great barrier for me. When I went to France, it was a great barrier because mm. I did learn French here as well, but then I couldn't speak a word when I went to France. So yes, it's completely different. But in Spain, it wasn't a great barrier for me. Mm. So yeah, how long were you there in Spain? I was there. I I was there for a season half. Uh, that is almost one and a half season. Um, I played half. I got signed in the winter transfer window, mm. and I I was there for the whole, whole like remaining season with Palamos, and then I played for a lower division club because Palamos also got relegated. Palamos is the club in Telsera division, mm. so unfortunately we got relegated. And then I switched clubs. I was playing for a lower division uh, team, but I was getting a lot of playing time, which was which I felt was important at that time. Mm. Nice, nice. So, uh, what what do you really need to do to make it to the higher level, higher divisions in Spanish? Because it's so competitive, and everyone's um, you know working hard, and they all have. Uh, you know, such high level of talent. So, is it, I mean, is luck involved anywhere? Like having probably a good relation with uh, some coaches or something who may decide to opt for you if they get, uh, if they somehow uh, manage some of the top clubs or uh, what is it exactly? I feel like luck is involved everywhere, in not just in sport, but everywhere. But luck, you know, favors the brave. So obviously you have to work hard for it. Mm-hmm. Then only luck will favor you. You have to work hard. You have to work smart for what you have to achieve. And I think these contacts are very, very important. Not in a way that, okay, you're not playing and just concentrating on making contacts, mm-hmm. but you playing at the same time, you're having an amical relationship with, you know, your fellow comrades and your fellow coaches, which is very important because you never know this coach might go in the, the next division or the next year and he might call you just for, for the person you are. So I think I have experienced this too. So I think this is very important to stay to stay humble and just you know know your job basically, and uh, and you're not an athlete. Firstly, you're an, you're a human being, and then you're an, an athlete basically. So you have to understand this concept in your mind. I believe. How do you treat foreigners? I mean, you you are in Spain. Yeah. Um. I mean, Spain was fun. Like, uh, I never had problems, particularly, you know, like, uh, I was obviously a foreigner as, uh, from India. 
but i never had that you know uh, racism not race racism is a harsh word but i never never felt that kind of discrimination okay maybe because i wasn't that good that might be a reason he is not playing me right now okay this is possible but i did not feel that okay i am not catalan so he he is not uh, playing me right now the only reason why this particular player this particular coach is not playing me right now or is not talking in the way he's he's talking to other people is because i don't speak the language i'm not from there okay i understand that but at the same time right now i'm not on that level um and i i'm here to improve so yes do you feel did you feel lonely no i never felt uh, lonely because i am a type of person who tries to enjoy my own company as well mm. but i made a lot of friends because i was having that experience of mates in france so mm. you know like uh, i went to school there as well so i knew how europeans act and how they are so uh, i mean i have that international touch in me i believe so I never felt lonely like always felt like at home only right 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 so you come back um, did things not uh, work out did you did you make like a strategic decision to come back to india and try for the i leagues and probably isl i mean the strategy came later on when uh, the covid pandemic started before it was just to visit my family and then go back mm-hmm. but in the same time period covid had struck Right. so i had to change my strategies you know so it was more like okay now we have to stay here for a while there's no point lamenting about it like uh, you just have to work hard here now so i i sent my cv across you know indian clubs and i am very fortunate that some of these amazing clubs had responded to me and now i'm all set for the pre season with either one of them is it just sending a cv or what else do you because stuff like uh, i mean are your matches covered i mean in spain like um, through video or anything of that sort yeah 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 so in spain these matches were broadcasted on the local channel mm-hmm. uh, not like if you're in costa brava i mean in catalonia not like they they'll broadcast in it in madrid or something but yes the whole catalonia can watch it and stuff mm-hmm. like that so i have recordings and stuff like that i used to make match videos of myself uh even in when i went to turkey i have played in turkey as well so i i made sure that i make these match videos and i would just like to recommend like uh, this to like everybody and just say that this is an advice for me like wherever you playing just make those videos because that is what people will see afterwards mm. even if you don't like it just ask someone to make those these videos match videos you playing you training you you working hard in the gym this is very very important i believe mm documenting your journey yeah demonstrating your journey what you have done is something which is very important in any person's uh, future if you have to reach to that level mm. you made a good point by mentioning that you should get other people because what i see a lot of uh, athletes do is them trying to you know do it themselves and then obviously distracting them from the actual work to, uh, that they have to put in they're more focused on the documentation part than uh, on social media than on actually putting in the work right correct very rightly said i mean it's always best if the club or the academy you're training with it does and makes these videos but if you don't have that uh, you know facility with you you can always ask your friends um, 
and it's always best to to shoot uh, match videos because mm-hmm. then you're not show boasting and you know like you are actually playing a match so mm-hmm. i think uh, people can see the the real side of you because compared to if you're training you you automatically you know like uh, you try to be uh, you tacky and uh, doing the skills to right. show how good i am right. so i feel that more important in the matches right do you feel match pressure because in knowing that uh, you may not be as good as the other um, probably player i don't know uh, uh, i guess you mentioned it but do you feel match pressure feeling the feeling that you have to really prove yourself in each and every match because um, the competition's very tough there's this 11 players uh, that get selected probably from a pool of i don't know 15 or 20 in the club uh level so yeah yeah i mean uh, i do feel pressure but again it's fun for me like i enjoy that pressure that's why I, i am playing and i honestly don't compare myself with even the my teammates or my opponents for that matter i just want to be the better version of myself like i played this match yesterday so i want to play a better game today or the following week so this is what i aim for i i look for what i did wrong in the previous match and i just try to improve that and improvise new things and help my team uh, obviously i'm a midfielder as well so it's my duty mm-hmm. to you know improvise and you know construct basically so i look for these things but then when i was in spain i had my debut for tercera at that time i did not feel a sense of pressure when i entered the pitch for the first time because i i was cherishing it like since long you know i always wanted it and when i entered that pitch i had this amazing you know like fun kind of feeling i was enjoying the moment and mm-hmm. i think this is how you should be like you should just enjoy because why are you playing football you're not playing it to to be stressed out or you're not playing it to be you know like miserable you're just playing it to to enjoy yourself and this is uh, this is something which you have to look do you play 5v5 often i do i i do i do like to scale scale a lot of people and you know dribble people obviously i don't get that opportunity in the midfield when i'm playing 11 aside but five aside is is the place where i can demonstrate and improvise these skills i do play with a lot of friends and you know these local tournaments i enjoy it a lot does it help when you when you go to the 11 aside when you go to a bigger field i mean technically it might help you and you might feel more confident when you you know when you do these tricks and you beat an opponent but i don't think it will help you in the 11 aside uh, game uh, i i feel that it's more more of match fitness i mean 11 aside match fitness you need uh, because it's a completely different game when you're playing 11 aside it's a lot more tactical right. it's a lot more you know a lot of a lot of more stamina a different kind of stamina you need mm. a lot more pressure too when you're playing 11 aside Mm. Yes. Do you uh, do you follow a lot of football like um, on TV as well? Ah uh, yeah yeah I follow a lot of football. Must be and I, players yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Sorry to interrupt you but uh, I love the Spanish uh, way of playing so I follow the Selección Española of course the the Spanish national team but my favorite team is of course Atletico Madrid I cannot uh, I cannot uh, miss even a single game. i admire these players and i think they play like a team so that's why i just love this team atletico madrid since since uh, very long you know. mm, you're, you're a defensive uh, midfielder right 
yeah, but I can also play this number eight midfield attacking kind of role as well. I can play uh, left back, full back, right back, full back as well. So yes, depending versatile. So depending where your uh, team may need you at any point of time. Correct. Or where I'm feeling to play today, that <laughs> as well. Right, right. That's now, but probably when you go to the high levels, you'll have to pick of course, one. Of course. Yeah. Obviously, the coach will decide where, where I'm supposed to play. Yeah. Um, so, do you work? Do you learn from the tactics that you see on TV, or um, I mean, how does it work? Like when it comes to Indian football, do the uh, you know teams try and emulate the tactics that they see on TV, that they see Barca or um, Atlet. I, I don't. Uh, I don't like watching Atletico play. <laughs> okay. Because they're too strong, isn't it? Sorry? Because they're too strong, I mean, defensively. They don't concede. Yeah, Maybe that's yeah, yeah. fine. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So, do they try and emulate the, you know, similar similar tactics? And do you try and uh, figure, figure out what uh, people at the middle, uh, how they play and try and emulate them? Or do you try and focus on your own strengths? Again, I've seen friends who uh, do it and they don't play. I've seen friends who just enjoy the game, you know. Somebody's a keeper, they cannot even watch the keeper, what the keeper is doing actually in mm-hmm. the whole night until he gets that opportunity to save. So, uh, yeah, both kind of uh, kinds of people are there. But me personally, I just like to analyze a lot and I like to analyze my, my position. So even if the right back or, you know, like the right winger has the ball, I just try to analyze what my midfielder is doing there. And even if he doesn't have the ball, even it's like long, uh, like the attack is going on. But I'll I'll focus on my my midfield uh, person who I am analyzing. And uh, most of the times I do analyze Koke and Yorente. I mean, Atletico players, of course, uh, a lot. Uh, yes. So this is how like I like to analyze the games. They don't get the most recognition, though, right? They don't, they don't, that's the thing. But I think they're, they're equally important. I mean, if you compare, uh, like if you, I mean, I'll give you the example of Atletico, like they won the league, but I think they were equally, Koke and these, you know, Hector Herrera, all these defensive midfielders were equally important to mm. to that win, uh, the title win this time. So I think this position is very, very crucial, but people don't not- notice it that much. Perfect, perfect. So what's... What's next? Um, future India, what does India need to do uh, to make football better, according to you? Obviously, better infrastructure, resources, like you mentioned, anything else? I mean, I think they, they have improved a lot and they're continuously doing it. And mm-hmm. I'm sure they're having better professionals than me who, who are there behind their back to, right. to, say, to, to comment on all these things. But again, if you were to ask me, then I feel that, uh, again, I, I say the mental side of it is needed, which I don't think is there in a lot of Indian professional clubs right now as well. Even the top tier, you don't have it. You just focus on playing that three-month league and just finishing with it. Mm-hmm. But I have not been there. Obviously, I don't know. But I feel that this is one thing which is lacking a lot because you have a lot of talent. You are working hard for that. And, okay, you're having amazing training facilities as well now in India. But I think this is one aspect we can improve on. Is the fan following of 
the ICL and other leagues increasing in India? Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, ISL is increasing. We've seen in over the years how fans have, you know, um, just piled up in the stadiums. And, you know, now, I mean, it's not possible because of the COVID situation. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of ISL fans also uh, because they, they love their city and they, they want their city to do well. But again, if you compare, the, compare these uh, European nations and the clubs in Europe, they are having this fan following since very long. Mm. So it's not fair to compare this very young league, ISL, to let's say a Premier League or a La Liga, for example, mm. right now. Mm. Perfect. So what's what's your plan for the year, for the next five? Do you have ambitions to play in Europe or do you want to play for a, a good ISL team and take it forward from there? I mean, ISL uh, is a great level, but I personally feel that my my aim has always been Europe and it will remain that. Uh, the reason behind that is that I want to actually show these young people and the young youngsters that it is actually possible to play in Europe and even in the highest division. I don't think anybody, any Indian has done it to, I mean, you know, to play in the Europe, uh, Europa League or uh, the, the Champions League or the highest division of football in Europe. But that will always be my aim, you know, because I, I always wanted to do this. And uh, I mean, ISL is a great level. I might play there at some point of my, my life. And I mean, if I if I am lucky enough, I'll get an opportunity there. But I want to demonstrate myself in Europe. Good luck, man. Um, we'll be following your journey. Yes, yes, please do. Because it's just rise, rise from here. <laughs> Perfect, perfect. Uh, so, where can people uh, follow your journey as well? Or do, uh, your, could you share your so- uh, social media or uh, your yeah. email, LinkedIn, anywhere your, where people can get in touch? So, I'll share my Instagram. That's where I'm more active because I think Instagram is the thing right now for mm-hmm. many youngsters. And yeah. So, uh, my Instagram is love, L U V 1289. Love 1289. And I'm on YouTube as well. I post here and there, but they are just match videos by the name of Love Football, Love Kapoor Football. And apart from that, I don't think you need my WhatsApp right now. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's perfect. it. You've started something of your own as well. Right? You're going through your Instagram. Uh, is that still on? Are you working on it as well? Or Totally, totally. So this was in the lockdown. Like I never uh, try to sit, you know, just not doing anything. I always like to do something or the other. So this was actually the time I could invest on, you know, getting these uh, education, educational uh, certificates done. And it, I, I uh, really like sports and, you know, like making people fit. Mm-hmm. So I, I focused on these uh, certificates from, from the American Council of Exercise. And now I am, uh, I can proudly say that I'm a sports nutritionist and I'm a rehab specialist as well. I'm a strength and conditioning coach and I'm a postural correction trainer as well. So all these things have come up in the lockdown. And I think this, ha- this is helping me a lot in my professional career as well. But this, this thing which I have started by the name of We Evolve is something uh, for personal training, you know, like if you want to get in touch and better your physique. So this was one thing I w- always wanted to do. And I just thought that this COVID period is a right time to mm-hmm. actually do it. So, yes, it's basically personal training and, you know, like I analyze situations and 
what what the person wants, what is his objective, and I provide uh, the best facility and best kind of exercises for that. Perfect. So we'll have that uh, in the show notes as well, the links to that as well. So uh, yeah, love. Thanks. Thanks for coming down uh, today, and uh, good luck. Inshallah, we'll see you. Uh, representing atletico i'll be rooting yeah, for exactly. uh, my team that's uh, madrid but the, the okay real madrid real <laughs> madrid <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah good luck for you man thank you thank you so much and thank you so much for calling me to this wonderful podcast of yours thank you